0: Live from America, you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell.
1: Having said all that, welcome to Live from America. Again, I am your ever so humble host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And I would like to give some shout outs to those folks who are... um, you guys are all important. I wish I could shout out all 15, 20, 30,000 of you. However many people there are out there that watch these the, this daily show. However, I do pick a few select people whether it's the gifts that you sent or whether it's the donations or emails or whatever, and I and I and I highlight those folks uh, in the in the ticker scrolling at the bottom of the screen and we shout them out live. So, first and foremost, I would like to give a shout out to Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Not only for being Um, viewers and fans and supporters of the show, but for being friends. You guys have become friends to me and my wife. The things that you have sent my wife, the things that you've sent me are just incredible. I want to thank you so very much. And uh, also for your latest donation to help with meals while I'm on the bus from Atlanta to Texas. And they said, we know how hard it is to get a good cooked meal and we want to make sure that he is healthy and he's eating well while he's not with his family and he's on the road uh fighting for america so dennis and tatiana sled thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart May God bless you uh, in everything that you do. Also, I'd like to thank Stephanie Finelli. Um, she just bought some Armor of God gear about uh, a few weeks ago, and she still hasn't received it yet, but I got on that, and I'll make sure I get them to give me a tracking number. I believe they sent out a bunch of stuff yesterday. I know it takes a few weeks to get your stuff from from this third-party company, which is why we're working on uh, bringing it all in-house and doing it with, uh, you know, embroiderers and and t-shirt designers and t-shirt makers that actually watch the show because sooner or later we got to get it all together we got to work together we got we're united through the gospel and we're going to make sure that we work our businesses together as well because that's the one thing that conservatives have been lacking but don't let that stop you from going on my store right now and ordering some gear armor of god gear or maga gear or hip-hop patriotic gear or or dumb dumb and smarty gear because 10 percent of everything that you guys order goes to family farms and last Last month, we uh, ended up sending almost, well, 500 from Live from America, and then we had people match the donations and ended up getting $1,400 in the hands of a family farm in Missouri. Shout out to Chad and Mandy Fokey for the Fokey Family Farm and everything that you guys are going through. I'd also like to thank Lori Holmes. Um, for the email on the lawsuit that I seen this morning against the Minnesota governor. I will talk a little bit more about that, Lori, but thank you. I just saw the email this morning. Sandra Leyland, thank you for the donation. It was it's it's incredible to see you guys. I know it's hard right now, but uh um, you know, collectively we uh we make a difference. And collectively, uh this show uh, with all of you does definitely make a difference. We've already overturned decisions with politicians. Many times, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, Susan Patrick, also, thank you so very much for your donation. Now, I want to give you a public service announcement real quick, okay? We will not be doing any shows tomorrow. No shows for Friday. And this will be the last day that you'll have to watch, um, specifically just on Rumble, or listen on the podcast, because the suspension on YouTube, yay! (laughs) You're fired. Anyway, the suspension on YouTube is up Saturday morning. I will be live streaming from the bus the entire time and definitely continuing to do my two shows a day while on the bus. At least, you know, if it permits me to do so. Um, but I will be doing no show tomorrow, which is Friday April 23rd, there will be not a show in the morning nor in the evening because I will be traveling all day long. Okay. Now I want to open, um, before we get into, uh, reading the verse of the day, I want to tell you a quick joke. All right. It's very quick. It's not long. So don't worry. What is the difference between communists and Democrats? Come on, think of it. What is the difference? between communists and democrats well the spelling of course everything else is exactly the same so it's it's strictly just the spelling (laughs) the spelling of the word that is different (laughs) everything else is exactly the same all right ladies and gentlemen we are gonna get right into gotta gotta get a little smile right gotta have a little smile with a little slurp of your coffee in the morning don't you so that's hopefully uh hopefully that made you laugh just the spelling nothing else Tell your friends and family and co-workers. Hopefully, the Democrats. hmm
2: <laughs> mmm.
1: Gotta love that coffee. Okay, we are going to get right to the Lord's Prayer this morning, which comes to us from Psalm 24, 1. And it says this, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Now, I know you've heard this before. It's a very famous verse it's um it's very self-explanatory but it's very powerful psalm 24:1 the earth is the lord's and everything in it the world and all who live in it so this morning i was thinking about that and i was like well if the world is god's creation and it belongs to him and everything in the world including you me this coffee cup this button your fire this button no Uh, This hat, this shirt, everything, everybody that's watching this show right now, this computer, everything belongs to the Lord. So I started thinking about that and I said, well, basically we are dwelling in his home. We are in his home every single minute of every single day. So how do we act when we're in other people's houses? Okay. And that got me thinking. So I wrote this, what a powerful statement that is. It couldn't be more true. If God created the universe, the world, and you, then we are truly in His debt, not the other way around. It is impossible for Him to be in our debt while we dwell in His creation. Let me ask you this When you are in someone else's home, how do you act? You act with dignity, you act with honor, you act with respect. And you act with gratitude. Yet a lot of us, and most of us, uh, a lot of us, and most of creation actually, just dishonors God and His will for us in so many ways. He created us in His image. Not the other way around. That means that we are ambassadors of His grace and His mercy. We have a moral duty to act As we do when we are representing our work or when we are in someone else's home. And as Christians, we have to take it one step further because we are truly the shining light for all to see. The standard in which God wants us to live, that is what a Christian is supposed to be. The standard in which God wants us to live. It's what he wants everybody to be. Not just Christians, but as Christians, we should know this. Forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do, right? Okay? So, if we are the standard in which God wants us to live, we will always fall short, but, because we're in the flesh, but, ladies and gentlemen, even though we'll always fall uh, fall short, as long as we are in the presence of the Lord, we will recognize that, And when we do, we will course correct ourselves and continue walking in the path of righteousness. The people that occupy the people's house and the Senate could use a refresher course in this verse, don't you think? They act as though that cushy little office in that big, beautiful, expensive building in Washington, D.C. belongs to them. And how dare we demand respect? How dare we demand integrity, honesty, and loyalty? I mean, for all... For all intents and purposes, it is our home, right? It is our house. So how dare we demand that respect? How dare we demand that honesty and the loyalty? Oh, how dare we? Well, since we are all living in God's creation, I doubt he will let them get away with this for much longer. So just keep praying, keep fasting, and keep focusing on Jesus in this dark time, and he will show us the path and truly show us why President Trump said those famous words, the best is yet to come. Pretty incredible, isn't it? Pretty incredible. So, as long as we are living in God's house, which is His creation, and as long as the people that occupy our home, which is the Senate and the House and and the and the White House, um, we should be we should be uh, ambassadors. Of God, And that means no lying, no secret deals, no crime family, no pornography, no uh, laptop from hell, none of that stuff. So let's start acting like it, shall we? So ladies and gentlemen, that is the verse of the day. And at this time, we will do the Lord's Prayer before we get to the first and foremost section. So please, you know the drill. And if you don't know the drill, just follow along with us. If you know the Lord's Prayer, say it with us. Say it loud and proud so God can hear it. And And truly, this has helped so many people. Saying the Lord's Prayer on this show has helped so many people come to God. It's one of the most important parts of this show, if not the most important part. So please join in. And if you can't, for whatever reason, say it inside for the spirit to hear it. Okay? Shall we? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Right? Is that not the most important part of the show? (laughs) Some people would say it's not, but you know, we got that armor of God on and, uh, we got we got to represent we got to represent the Lord and what he wants, right? Mm-mm-mm. Let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. I got a clip to show you. We're going to roll that beautiful being footage here in a minute. I got a clip to show you. And uh this clip comes from CNN. Oh, uh, boo. I wish I had a button that was like boo. CNN sucks. CNN sucks. CNN sucks. Maybe my good friends who made me the nobody cares button could make get me a button that says uh CNN sucks and we hear that chant? Mm, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Shout out to everybody out there as well. Um no, this is actually not a not as bad as a video from CNN as you would think. But this is a video showing Don Lemonhead and Brother Fredo, Chris Cuomo, actually saying something smart. Are you kidding me? These two are actually capable of saying something smart? Are you kidding me? They actually <laughs> they actually spoke from a little thing called common sense. And although common sense isn't so common anymore these days... Beavis and Butthead, I mean Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo, actually used it in this clip that I'm about to show you. So without further ado, we will roll that beautiful footage of Chris Cuomo and Don Lemonhead actually saying something from a common sense point of view. And the only reason they're doing this is because they must be taking a hit big time from their anti-police, defund the police, anti-American rhetoric that you hear come out of their mouths every single day. But, got to give credit where credit is due. So without further ado, here is Beavis and Butthead.
2: You know, we were... You, know, you were really, actually, you were, to be honest, let's let the audience into something. Uh, so Don and I heard about this story last night on social media while we were doing coverage for you of the Chauvin verdict last night. And... The initial reports didn't seem right. And it was so interesting for me, as emotional and personal as these stories are, as someone of color, especially Don, you with your background, you were cautious about it. You were saying, huh, I want to see this one. I want to see this. Um, Because there was a lot of emotion, and understandably so. you got a 16-year-old kid that's gone.
0: And it's a hard one. I do not know how to explain this to people in a way that doesn't make somebody very angry. Well, yes, and we're dealing with a lot of emotion right now, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment, and I think that is, um, um, it's real. And you have to take that, that part has to be taken into account. There's a lot of anguish. People are very emotional right now, but we've got to be fair about what happens when police arrive at scenes. It is tragic that it's a 16-year-old girl, just as it is tragic that it's a 13-year-old in Chicago um when police are chasing people they don't know how old they are and they don't run and say hey how old are you oh i'm 13 you know my mom let me you don't know that or i'm 16 when they roll up on a scene they see people tussling around someone has a knife and their job is to protect and serve every life on that scene and if they see someone who is in the process of taking a life, what is that decision? What decision do they have to make? And I know that people say, "Well, you know, you could do this, you can do that." Tasers don't work the way guns work. Not at that. Not at that. Not at that distance, not at that distance. and, and taser- not with that amount of time. That, yeah, all right. Tasers then do, they don't always connect. So you've got to get you know two prongs or what have you, and it's got to connect or whatever.
1: Now I apologize for opening up the first and foremost section. With Beavis and Butthead's face and their voices. However, what they just said is what they should always say when it comes to this kind of a situation. If, if the officer truly is acting the way an officer should act. What they said is correct. A taser does not work the same as a gun. And when you're on this situation, when you're on this call, when you get a nine one one call the way they did where the nine one one call says uh there's a person with a knife here ready to stab us, which is exactly what the nine one one call said and then you show up on the scene and you see a, a woman a girl running towards another girl you don't know how old they are you have no clue and she's got a knife and she's about ready to end that girl's life you have to th- you have to think in a split second what to do you have to your job is to protect citizens right well that citizen was about to die. And that cop was right for doing what he did. Is it good? No. It's very unfortunate. It is one of the worst things in the world when somebody that young gets taken from this earth. They do not know what they are doing. Forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do. However, that is a choice they made. God made us God-like by giving us a brain that is allowed to make a choice. That girl made a choice. That girl is no longer with us, unfortunately. However, what Don Lemonhead... And Brother Fredo just said is absolutely correct, and I had to at least highlight the fact that somebody on CNN actually said something with from a common sense point of view. Okay, now um, Queen James—if you don't know who that—oh, excuse me, you might know as you might know him as King James, but Queen James, LeBron James, is who we're talking about. That's his real name, you know, an uneducated straight from high school, CCP-paid basketball player who has a hard time reading and even speaking the English language, it seems like, tweeted a picture of this cop who did this, who had to be put in this situation. Okay? Tweeted a picture of this cop with the with the, uh, with the the text, you're next, and then hashtagged accountability. Literally... Um, a a, a, CC paid, a CCP paid basketball star with millions and millions and millions of fans tweeted a picture of a cop during a very, 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 very emotional and stressful time saying, "You're next. Don't believe me? Well, here you go. I'll show you the pic- I'll show you I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. You probably have already seen this anyway, but here you go. you're next. LeBron James threatens hero Columbus police officer because he stopped a teen from stabbing another girl. Now, that's exactly how we should be looking at this cop. He is a national hero. He protected another young teenager from having her life ended by a teenager who made a decision to end her life. There he is right there. Straight from high school, completely uneducated, can barely read, can barely speak, can barely spell, yet gets Billions of dollars in basketball contracts and money from the CCP to further divide the United States of America. So let's read a little bit, shall we? Billionaire athlete LeBron James on Wednesday threatened the Columbus police officer who shot a 15-year-old knife-wielding Micaiah Bryant. LeBron James posted a photo of the police officer and said, You're next with an hourglass sand clock emoji. This is extremely dangerous and puts the officer's life in jeopardy, as LeBron has nearly 50 million Twitter followers, and you know with emotions on high, which is exactly what the CCP wants, and exactly what the left wants, because they are coordinating in an effort to do this with the CCP, we all know this, it's proven, it's not even a topic of, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't, nope, the left works with the CCP, period, okay, you know that there's crazy people out there. When you have 50 million Twitter followers, and you've got fans all over the world, and you post this picture right here, you're next, posting the police officer who saved the young girl's life. What do you think is going to happen? LeBron James just literally, cyber, using cyber, uh, it's a cyber crime. He threatened the life of a law enforcement official. No two ways around it. Your next, hourglass, accountability. Later, Wednesday evening, LeBron James explained why he deleted his threatening tweet. Well, I can tell you why. Because his because his agent and his basketball team and everybody around him said, um, you're threatening the life of a police officer. You can't do that. You're going to make Nike and the CCP look bad. I am so, this is what he wrote. I am so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. Um, What? You literally posted a picture of a cop saying you're next with an hourglass and a hashtag accountability and you're talking about how it's people are using it to twist it to make it hate? This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire... Well, there you go. Right here you go. Look at this. Look at this right here. See what I mean? Can barely spell. Doesn't know grammar. Doesn't know punctuation. Doesn't even know how to speak. Listen to the guy speak sometime. He has no clue on how to speak. Look at this right here. What's what is it? What is this missing? <laughs> Look. It's about the entire system. And they always... Use our words to create more racism. Oh, is that what it is? I'm so desperate for more accountability. Well, if you're desperate for more accountability, then why don't you stop getting on your knees so much for the CCP? And I don't mean in the way that you might think I mean. I'm talking about when you kneel for the national anthem. If you're looking for more accountability, LeBron James, then why don't you look towards yourself when the NBA is asking, I wonder why we're losing so much money. I wonder why we've lost so many fans. Could it be because of you, LeBron James, and your ridiculousness? That's the show that you should be on. You shouldn't be on uh, the world stage as a basketball player. You should be on the show, Ridiculousness, on MTV with Rob deerdrick That's where you should be. Because you are absolutely ridiculous. Nobody in the world takes you seriously. Nobody in the world takes you seriously. I would love to have a debate with you. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even debate you. I would sit down in front of you and then I would immediately get up and I would put my 12-year-old son in front of you to debate you and he would crush you. He'd crush you on economics. He'd crush you on, on the Constitution. He would crush you on the Bill of Rights. He would crush you on pretty much every topic that you could ever discuss. That is how ignorant LeBron James is. And LeBron James, really, when it comes to your opinion about social justice, and when it comes to your opinion about law and order, let's go right to the button, shall we? Nobody
2: cares.
1: And you better be careful because you might... You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Get fired. (laughs) What a dum-dum. So, in light of the fact that LeBron James can't read, write, spell, or speak... Let's just go ahead and just give him this today, shall we? And you know, we got to throw that into the swamp donkey bucket because that is exactly what he is. So, meanwhile, you got Don Lemonhead and Brother Fredo, Beavis and Butthead, the real life Beavis and Butthead. You got Queen James speaking on this issue, okay? Now, let's move to see what fake news MSNBC had to say about it. Well, I can tell you what they had to say about it. MSNBC ran the story, just like every news station did. Every news station played the 911 call. MSNBC decided to doctor the 911 call. What do I mean by that? They actually doctored the evidence, which was the 911 police, uh, the call to police saying, hey, we have a lady out here, or a, a girl out here, who's got a knife, and she's going to stab us. MSNBC didn't play that part. They don't want you to know the real story. MSNBC doesn't want you to know the real threat. MSNBC doesn't want you to look at this police officer as a hero for saving a life. They want you to look at this police officer as a racist, um, bigot cop who needs to be fired and strung up just like Derek Chauvin was. So, you don't believe me? Well, let's move on to MSNBC, shall we? Here we go. Roll that beautiful bean footage
0: just before yesterday's verdict. A police officer shot and killed a 16 year old black girl in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, had and to say that. Threatening others with a knife. Police body cam video was quickly released. Our Kevin Tibbles has that story, and I need to caution you. The images are difficult to watch.
1: Now, before I go on, I do want to say one thing. Before I go on, I do want to th- do you just hear what he just said? He said a police officer shot and killed a young black girl saying that she was threatening others with a knife. That's a lie. That's a complete lie, okay? He shot the unarmed girl. You don't have to use the word black in there because the 911 call said that she had a knife and she was going to stab everybody. And then when he arrived on the scene, that's exactly what he saw with his own two eyeballs you know, the gifts from God that allow you to see things that are happening around you. Isn't that incredible? He saw the girl literally about ready to stab the other girl with a knife. The, the way that the, these people spin this stuff is truly amazing. But anyway, back to fake news, MSNBC. Here we go.
2: Police body cam video shows Micaiah Bryant's final moments when a Columbus, Ohio, police officer responding to a call gets out of his car and seconds later, fatally shoots the 16 year old girl. Authorities say Bryant was. See how they stopped it? Other girls with a knife. It's a tragedy. There's there's no other way to say it. It's a 16 year old girl. Officer Nicholas Reardon, who joined the force in December of 2019, was responding to a 911 call. We need a police officer here now. Video shows Reardon approaching a group of young people in this driveway. What the video shows is
1: the... So I'm just going to stop it real quick. You see the 911 call said, we need police here now. What's, what she says right after that is that she's got a knife and she's going to stab everyone.
2: That, that's what it says. With the knife attempting to stab the first female. Reardon no, fires his no. weapon four times, striking Bryant. Officers are seen and heard performing CPR. Body camera footage shows a knife on the ground. The city released video from the incident within hours and launched an independent
0: investigation. Oh, of course they did. We have to ask ourselves, what information did the officer have? What did he see? How much time did he have to assess the situation? And what would have happened if he had taken no action at all?
2: The Columbus mayor pushing for transparency during the investigation.
0: That investigation will help us
2: determine whether or not there was a violation of any laws, policies, or procedures. And if there were, the officer will be held accountable. Officer Reardon has been placed on administrative leave for the duration of the investigation. Meanwhile, tonight here in Columbus, civic leaders... ...are calling for calm. Lester? Okay, Kevin, thank you. And There
1: you go. You see how they twist it? You see how they ruin everything? You see how they make it so that cops are the targets? You see how they make it so that criminals are the ones that we should be bowing down to? They truly want no law enforcement, but MSNBC, you know the drill. <laughs> you get a Dumb Dumb Award. And I missed the bucket. Maybe I should get a Dum Dum award. You know, it's really funny out here. How online from America, we have transitioned into using candies such as Smarties and Dum Dums, and soon to be introduced Airheads for people like AOC. <laughs> I mean, isn't it crazy? It's kind of funny. You got to be honest; it is kind of funny. But anyway, unfortunate that whole story, and I'm truly, truly saddened um, that a 16 year old had to lose their life. I truly am. There, my my kids are around that age. I. Well, my, my oldest is 14. Uh, I have a 13, and I have a 12, and I have an 11. And no, I'm not as busy as a rabbit. We have a hers, mine, ours situation. We have a Brady Bunch family. We're not rabbits. <laughs> Moving on. <sighs> this story actually really, um, this story that I'm about to tell you is actually pretty bad. Okay? Now, from, 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 Many different standpoints. Number one, I have one, two, three family members who work for this organization, okay? And I know many, many, many others who also work for this organization, this federal arm of the government. And I'm talking about the United States Postal Service, Every United States Postal Service worker who's on the beat who's in the st- who's in the station the the, uh, the 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 post office station or who's out on the beat out on foot out on in, in, in trucks vans delivering your stuff working 60 hours a week and not getting compensated correctly for it those guys work hard those guys aren't asking for hero pay even though they never they could never uh, have worked remotely they always had to stay out there on the beat to make sure that you got your packages. However, I have had plenty to say about the United States Postal Service in the past, especially their involvement in the fraudulent stealing of the 2020 election. Now, here's something even more disturbing. Are you ready? The financially failing, because that's truly what they are, if they were a private business, they would have been out of business a long time ago because they don't operate the correct way, just like every form of government there is. But the financially failing and super corrupt arm of the government known as the United States Postal Service, has been spying on every single one of you. Now, who would have ever thought that the post office would have so much power? Who would have ever thought that post office officials can actually show up and arrest you? Well, the post office actually has its own little division, its own little uh, law enforcement division that actually, you know, make sure sure that they monitor packages and they see things, you know, because ever since we started sending things like anthrax and stuff like that through the mail to people and pipe bombs and stuff, you had to have this division formed. But did you know that the United States Postal Service is using that division to now spy on all of you? That's correct, folks. The post office, they have had employees gathering all of your names To put you on a list in order to give that list over to the Federal Bureau of Investigations and the Department of Justice. They created a spying program known as the I.C.O.P., which stands for the Internet Covert Operations Program. And it works. And how it works is they involve a bunch of goons trolling through the Internet, trolling social media sites, making fake Oh, uh, fake accounts, which should be against Facebook rules, right? Don't they make you show an ID? But I thought that was racist. I thought that was racist when they had you, you know, validate who you are on social media. Nope, not for the federal government. They've been making fake accounts all across Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. So they control your social media sites and your social media posts to look for what they call, quote, inflammatory posts targeting conservatives and Trump supporters, going after groups like the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters, the Freedom Keepers, the Oath Keepers, but not one mention of terrorist organizations like BLM and Antifa. Why? Because we've known for a long time, and and we're just told that we're stupid and bigots and racist, but we've known for a long time that BLM and Antifa are all part of the government. They have been the left's army in the streets for the last four years. So how do you feel? Let me know in the comments below while we're still here on Rumble. Um, this will be our last day uh, doing just specifically here on Rumble. We'll be back doing uh, YouTube lives and stuff like that here shortly, and then hopefully Frank's speech, and um, and then of course Roku and Firestick come May. Uh, but Let me know in the comments, what do you think about this? What do you think about our institution that we pay for, the United States Postal Service, actually the top brass there, using that division of the government in order to spy on you, but target only conservatives and Trump supporters? What do you think about that? Let me know in the comments, and be very, very careful about what you post, because the United States Postal Service might show up on your door and go postal all over your (laughs) you-know-what. and that's not a joke. All right? That is not a joke. Now, we're going to give a smarty award to somebody that I didn't even think I would ever give a smarty award to. We know that the summer Olympics are the summer Olympics are to be held in Japan, right? I believe it's Tokyo that's hosting it. Well, the Olymp- the uh, what is it called? The IOC, the International Olympic Committee, they are going to get today's smarty of the day. They're going to get the... No, we don't want to play it twice. They're not going to get two smarties. They're getting one smarty. Um, But the International Olympic Committee uh, will punish... They've come out with a very strong statement. And this is pretty incredible. They said they will punish any athlete who decides to make a political statement by either kneeling during a national anthem or a celebration of a country or by holding their fists in the air in protest of that very same country that they are there to represent. And we all know who they're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, because we're the only crybaby, take your ball and go home nation that would do this kind of crap. So the Olympic, the International Olympic Committee has said that if any of this stuff happens during the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, they will be punished. Most likely that punishment will be in the form of not being uh, invited back to the next games or or competing on an international level. Uh, maybe a suspension, maybe a fine, or both. But I want to say I want to give a big shout-out to the International Olympic Committee for making this stand and letting the world know that this is not about politics. Now, wouldn't it be nice if the MLB, or spelt backwards, B-L-M, but anyway, MLB, or the NBA, or NASCAR, Or any other uh, NFL, wouldn't it be nice if any of these major sports organizations took this same kind of approach? Wouldn't it be mature? Wouldn't it be great for all of us who've enjoyed sports our entire life? Wouldn't it be amazing? But it's too bad that the left owns all of these organizations, and again, using them like BLM and Antifa in the streets as their own personal little army for social justice all over the world. Ugh! Makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, just going a little bit south, let's talk about China real quick. We now found out through Yahoo News, actually, who broke this, Yahoo News broke this story that China just hacked and interfered again in, into our country, but this time they hacked into um, government agencies using. A program that allowed them to hack Pulse Secure. Now, if you don't know what Pulse Secure is, Pulse Secure um, is a, basically it's a program that businesses and the federal government use to allow employees to work at home remotely remotely. And secure. However, it's not so secure. So just like China hacked in and interfered with our 2020 elections, which was proven by Mike Lindell on his new documentary, Absolute Interference. Which once you watch that, it's over with. so I don't. You know that no major um, Supreme Court's probably not going to do anything about it. <laughs> no. After watching that, it is like watching a videotape of somebody stabbing somebody and going, "Oh, that person clearly killed that person." That's how overwhelming it is. But just like they it, uh, hacked into our elections with the help of Beijing Biden to get Beijing Biden in the White House illegally with the help of the left and all of the Democrats, they have now hacked into Pulse Secure. And like I said, it's a program that uh, allows people to work remotely. Here's the problem. They, used, they got in through that and they actually hacked in and, and, and attacked government agencies, and got more government information uh, and stole it from the United States of America. Now, where's Eric Fartwell in all of this? Where's Eric Swalwell? Do you think that all of these hacks that are going on aren't as a direct result of Fang Fang and Eric Fartwell having <laughs> having uh, sexual relations? As a Chinese spy and then taking all that information and taking it back to the CCP, do you honestly think that that Winds hack that happened a few months ago wasn't the CCP? They blamed it on Russia. Of course, Russia, Russia, Russia. But now i got to ask you this, ladies and gentlemen. This is the third. This is the third major cyber attack from China in the last year. OK, and they know that we're not going to do anything about it because they own resident corn pop. They own Harry legs himself, who likes to have kids jump on his lap and sniff them. And he learned a lot about cockroaches that summer. And corn pops a bad dude. They know that they own him. This is what we were talking about when the election was going on, that they China owns Biden, that they have everything on him. And and he's their puppet. And, the, and he they have more dirt on him that would put him away for five lifetimes, so he's not going to do anything about it. And they tested those waters in Alaska last month when they had that summit meeting, and they ate our lunch. They basically bullied us, took our lunch money, and then slapped the crap out of us. That's exactly what China did in Alaska last month at that summit. And they tested those waters, and now they know. Now they know. But, you, but here's the thing. This isn't like it's... There's nothing that's going to be done about it under this administration. It's not going to happen. Why? Because they're afraid they're owned and there's something over on Biden. You know, crime, family, money, prostitution, trafficking, the laptop from hell that showed all of it. But here we are, folks. Here we are. It's incredible. It truly is incredible. It's incredible that nothing can be done about China, apparently. But you know what China wasn't doing? They weren't eating our lunch when President Trump was sitting in the White House. Why? Because we had peace through strength. They're afraid of him. And they, and, and I would love President Trump to come out with a statement that says, "Watch it. you better watch yourselves, you better watch your back, and you better stop everything you're doing right now because I'm coming back. And when Papa comes home with a brand new badge, he's going to take his belt off and he's going to whoop every single one of you. And I would love for him to come out with a statement like that. Just keep it up. Keep it up. Keep pushing your luck. We gave you an inch, you took a mile, and now you're going to pay. I would love to see President Trump come out with some, some strong rhetoric like that. But do you notice lately you have Adam uh, Shifty Shift, pencil neck shift? You have him and others that are now actually talking bad about China. You never thought that would have happened, right? Do you want to know why I can tell you why the reason why they're now telling you that China is the one that cyber attack attacking us and China is a major threat. They didn't say that a month ago. Why are they saying it now? I'll tell you why, because they're trying to get ahead of all of the evidence that Michael and Dell and others have put forward. That's why they're trying to get ahead of it by saying, Oh, you know what? We caught it and we're all over it. We, we said this a month ago. That's what they're going to say next month. That's what they're going to say. You watch. It's the only reason why they're bad mouthing China. Now, Here's some good news, Maricopa County, Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, Maricopa County in Arizona. We've known that there's been going a lot of stuff going on there, but last night on Telegram, and if you don't follow me on Telegram, I would urge you to do so. If you don't follow me on Rumble, I would urge you to do so. If you don't follow me on YouTube or Parler or Instagram, I would urge you to do so. And at the bottom of the scrolling text, you will see how to follow me on all those. And if that still isn't enough, you can go to my website, jeremyharrell.com, scroll down to all of the social media links and just click on the link and it'll take you right there if you have an account with that platform. This is why I push this so much for when times of suspension and censorship, you know where to follow me. I got an email this morning, I know I'm going off track here from Maricopa County, but I got an email this morning where somebody says, you know what, where we live, we watch your show, we love your show, and it comes on late at night for us, we love it, but I can no longer um, I can no longer uh, worry about finding you, because you've been MIA, and I don't know what's going on, and I can't watch you, and I can't see you, we might as well just watch Mike Lindell, they said. And I said to them, I, I said, "If you don't see me on the platforms you're used to seeing me on, it's not because I quit. It's not because I stopped doing the show. It's not because I'm. I just said, you know what? I don't plan on doing shows this week. It's because of censorship, and that's why I urge you guys to always go to jeremyharrell.com for all updates. And I have the, I have my web, uh, my web guy always put up a, a message where I am, where you can find me. That's why I urge you to sign up for the newsletter." All of these things um, aren't just there. You know, this costs money. Having a newsletter to send out to thousands of people, that costs, that's a monthly fee. Having somebody make sure that that they're on call for the website, that's a monthly fee. And those things are there in place so that I can tell you where I'm going to be when things like this happen. So just make sure you follow me on all these platforms. But on Telegram, I posted the link where you can watch nine live cameras from nine different angles inside the arena where they're doing the forensic audit in Maricopa County for the ballots and the tabulation machines. Now, They've not started yet, I don't believe. So those cameras, as of this morning, weren't on. But I did post the link. And if I can remember, I'll post it in Rumble as well. Uh, Maybe in the description. If I I can fit it in the description, I'll post it in there. Where you can go and see every one of these nine cameras and watch the live stream. And I believe they're going to be live streaming for every day. Every single day. So again, I asked you last night, if you are in Arizona anywhere, or you're in a surrounding state where you can give time a week to weeks, whatever it is that you can give, they are looking for help. And, uh, if, if, if our bus wasn't already on schedule to go from Atlanta to Texas, maybe we would work on getting it out there and get a busload of people out there to help. And maybe we'll still do that because this is going to take about 50 days. So, um, something that I'll keep you, keep you up to, to, uh, to speed on. Um, but it was really cool because last night I also posted a video on Telegram that uh, was first, I think it was uh, posted by Disclosed TV, where it actually showed the armored vehicles uh, escorted by police that had the tabulation machines and the ballots going from one facility to the other. It's truly incredible. And I got to give a big shout out to Fincham and all of those people out there in Arizona, all of those elected officials who said, we're not going to let this happen. The chairwoman of the G- uh, of the uh, Republican Party out there, all of them, it's you you guys who deserve capes. It's you guys who decided to do something about it. And now look, we get to actually go through 2.1 million ballots where we know that there was definitely fraud. And what's going to happen? Are we going to overturn those slate of electors? Are we going to give that state to to President Trump when we found out that he actually won? Is that the process? Is that how we do it? Does it need to go state by state? Is it all the collective states at once all of a sudden get to do a forensic audit after we find out how much fraud there was? I don't know what the process is. But I do know we got to take a step before we can run. we gotta, we got to crawl before we can walk, and we got to walk before we can run. So let's deal with the here and now. We're at this bridge, so let's cross it. We'll keep you updated on that. Minnesota. Moving on to Minnesota. There is now. We already know what's all going on in Minnesota. We don't have to continue to beat that dead horse. But you better watch out, folks, if you live in Minnesota, because there is a new autonomous zone in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A new autonomous uh, uh, zone in the memory and the legacy of George Floyd. Now, I was going to say something really rude there, but I I decided not to. Thank you, God. There's a new autonomous zone in Minneapolis, and they have issued a list of rules. And those list of rules are specifically for white people. And it says that they are to honor, or or they, they have to abide... Um, by certain rules that, that's given just for white people, and they have to abide by these rules in order to enter the area. They have to abide by these rules in order to enter the area. Nobody
2: cares. I'm
1: speechless. Because the whole thing here is racism, right? The whole thing here is... A certain group of people think that this cop targeted this guy because of different color of skin and it's racism. Meanwhile, they set up an autonomous zone where they give special rules for white people only (laughs) that you have to abide by if you want to enter. Now, it's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, that the only people that want to enter this autonomous zone (laughs) look like this. These are the people that want to enter that autonomous zone. And how can you take anybody that looks like this with a sign like this, that seriously, I mean, really folks, I mean, really. So it, 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 do you think anybody cares about entering your autonomous zone? What we care about as taxpayers, and I know I don't live in Minnesota, but I know that I am, uh, probably a like in, in, in like-minded thinking of people that pay taxes there that say, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. This is definitely racist and uh anything that happens as a result of this should be a hate crime anything anybody that gets hurt should be a hate crime and we want our police to go in and dissolve this real quick because you do not own this section of the city it is it's it's about as stupid as portland and speaking of portland it's not even on my bullet point but i got to tell you something about oregon real quick last week oregon officials from kate brown's um governor's office said that they were going to introduce some kind of Author some legislation to try to pass to make Oregon a, a complete always wear a mask indefinite. You wear a mask indefinitely. Now we knew this where this was going, right? We were called conspiracy theorists, right? Oh, that once they do this, they'll never ever ever let us have freedom again. Everybody's like, oh, that's so stupid. You think they're really trying to do this forever? That's just so stupid. Wear your mask. What's wrong with you? Numbers are going up. Grandma killer, grandma killer. Numbers are going up. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Right. It was only supposed to be temporary, but now we actually have a state who's actually trying to author legislation where you have to wear it indefinitely forever. You always have to wear a mask. Hmm, sound like another country across the seas that's been trying to infiltrate and take this country down and change it from the inside out since 2001? Anyway, long story short, um, right after they said they were going to do this, Kate Brown now comes out yesterday and says that indoor Physical combat sports can open up 100%. I don't know what's going on out there. Kate Brown is nuts. She is completely off her rocker. I don't know who is more nuts, Stretch Face Armstrong or Kate Brown. I don't know. Who's smarter, Beavis and Butthead from CNN, Kate Brown, or Nancy Pelosi? That's a tough question right there. Um, But anyway, watch out for that autonomous zone if you live in Minneapolis. (laughs) And the last story that I want to talk about today is woca Cola. So there is a meme going around Facebook and there is this quote going around all social media right now that the third, uh, third rate, third party fact checkers like Associated Press, like Lead Stories, like PolitiFake, like USA Yesterday, all of those tough 11 year olds that are out there hired by all these platforms to seek out conservative conversations and speech and label them as false, so that you can be suspended, so that they can have justification to suspend you from the platform, right? Well, anyway, uh, this quote and this meme is going around from woca Cola's CEO, James Quincy, okay? And the quote actually says, when asked about people boycotting Coca-Cola because of Coca-Cola's statements on the Georgia voting laws, the quote says from James Quincy, the CEO of woca Cola that says this, a few right wing nut jobs won't affect our bottom line. And then at the bottom of the meme, it says, no, maybe a few won't, but let's see what a few million does. So I was looking into this and I was looking for video or audio of James Quincy, the CEO of Woka Cola saying a few right wing nut jobs will not hurt our bottom line. I could not find video or audio of him saying this anywhere. However, however, I, from personal experience, know that anytime any of those four major fact checkers jump all over these social media posts, wherever you post them and try to, and, and, and label them as false or fake or put a filter over them or suspend you, I know from personal experience, when they do this actively working together across social media platforms to make sure they scrub any of this, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And I've seen it firsthand. I am personally invested (laughs) into this kind of uh, 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 tomfoolery or malarkey that Joe Biden would call it. I'm personally um, uh, affected, I should say, by this. I know this. So anytime they, they do this, there's usually some truth behind it. Now, I can't wait for audio or video of this to come out. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's false. I'm just saying it's there and I'm showing you what's going on about it and usually when these third rate third party fact checkers do this they are scared of something so I'll let you be the judge you know kind of like we should with freedom of speech everywhere you make your own opinions about things <laughs> since when did we become so influential that they have to that they have to stop us from talking about anything because the whole world's going to listen to what we have to say apparently right Oh, my Lanta. Where there's smoke, there is fire. Again, folks, let me remind you, I will not be doing a show tomorrow at all. I will be doing my show tonight at 5 p.m., but tomorrow I'll be on the plane traveling all day long, and I'll get down to Atlanta in the afternoon. Now, if I get down there in time, get to my hotel in time and get situated in time, I may be able to do a nighttime 5 o'clock show. If I don't, don't be mad at me. Uh, don't stop watching, don't stop your subscriptions or your donations, it's just because I'm traveling all day, but I will continue to do the show 11 and 5 on the bus, as well as do reporting uh, and do interviews with Real America's Voice News and Ben Berkwam. Also folks, the big and tall section on my store is up again, Uh, women's v-neck shirts are coming back, they're out of stock of those right now, we have uh, seven days left to rack up money for some family farms. So if you haven't ordered, or even if you're still waiting for an order, trust me, it is coming. If you wanted to order one of the new shirts, one of the new Dum Dum shirts, or the, uh, this shirt right here that has the, 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 um, the hand pulling down the flag and showing the, the cross, then, uh, go ahead and do that. And, uh, let's, let's rack up some good money for these family farmers. Okay. Uh, make sure you definitely sign up for the newsletter and make sure that if you have all those platforms, you follow me on them. So we don't have to deal with this kind of stuff anymore with censorship and people going, I can't find you. All right. And I appreciate the shares as always, because it does help those folks who are uh, technically challenged to, to find the show. Cause we don't want anybody to miss it. All right. I love you guys. God bless you. And remember there are right ways There are wrong ways, right? But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you all. I will see you tonight at Live at 5 for more Live from America. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. See you later.